So we're discussing things, shiurim, what is the, the size uh, that you're going to be chayiv, minimum shear to be chayiv for a hoitzah. So, etzem, the Mishnah says, etzem, what is the amount of bone? The amount that one would use to make a spoon, they used to make kalim uh, out of bones. Again, we discussed this, they were very, very utilitarian, they used everything, didn't throw anything out. So when they shechted an animal and they had a bunch of bones left, they were like, oh, perfect opportunity to upgrade my, uh, my utensils. Rabbi Yehuda Aymer, that bone is to make a key. Okay, key for the door. Zechuchis. What is the minimum shir b'chai for glass? To sharpen the, uh, this wooden needle, this wooden thing used in the loom process to sharpen that thing to help weave your begadim. Surar or Evan, a uh, uh, a rock, okay, a pebble or a rock. Kidei lizrek ba'if. The minimum share to be chayiv for taking out is a minimum size that you would throw at a bird to chase it away. Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov Aimer note that he's going to say you wouldn't throw a rock at a bird, okay, because you we'll, we'll see. You wouldn't throw you just yell. So he says, what is the share? Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov Aimer kidei lizrek behema. To throw at an animal, to get an animal, to chase an animal away. So the Gemara is going to discuss now. So we said, to make a spoon. And to make a key. Now in those days, the keys were quite large, right? They would carry them on a big ring, right? Keys were large. So I, we know that Rabbi Yehuda Shita is always going to be smaller than the Rabbanon. Well, Kaim along the Shira the Rabbanon Nafish, that Rabbanon Shita is always going to be larger than Rabbi Yehuda. Amr Ula Chafi Pesechas. It does not actually mean the key, it's just the teeth of the key. You don't have to have enough etzem in order to be chayib, you don't have to have enough bone to, um, to manufacture a key, but rather just the teeth of the key. Tan Rabbanon. Chafi Pesechas, the teeth of a key. If you just have teeth, then it's Tahirin, it's not a Kli. But kavan b'payseches. Once you affix it to the rest of the key, right? Then it becomes a kli tamei and becomes tamei vishal gal, and the key of a gate. Afal pi shechibron medelas. Even though you um, put it in the door, so and you permanently v'kavan b'mismarim, you permanently affix it to the door. It's still going to be tahar, even though it's a kli, even though it's a key, and it is a keli. It's still going to be tar. Why? Because once you permanently affix the key into the gate, it now becomes affixed permanently to it, and the gate is so too your key now becomes and it is not subject to becoming tummy. Zuchuchis, what is the minimum shear for glass? Kidei ligarer boy to sharpen your wooden pick of your weaving loom. Tana zechuches. So glass. Rashi explains that zechuches could either be with a zayin or with a samach. That's because shesoichin it covers things, so it could be it has a din of zechuches. Or uh, glass is also zachatz clear, so zechuches. But we can use it either. We can say it either with a samach or a zayin. So zechuches kaachas. When we said, what is the amount to sharpen? It is the amount that if you use a shard of glass, how much glass do you need in order to cut two strings in one, um, you know, kind of one swipe? That is the minimum share for glass. 
Swar or Evan. Uh, pebbles or rocks, those are going to throw at a bird. That in order for the rock, you want to know, you could throw, right? What are we addressing? What do you mean? Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov said that um, the minimum shear for a stone is to throw at an animal. I could throw a teeny tiny stone at an animal. So he says, he qualifies it, Rabbi Yaakov says, that we're talking about Shemar Geshesba, that it has to, the animal has to feel it, that it'll, it'll chase it away. The what is the size of a rock that an animal will feel if you chuck it at the animal? It's 10 zuz worth, then you have a big enough rock that'll chase the animal away, and that is the minimum shear to be Mechaev. Zunin. Okay, a town or a mayor named Zunin, all of Bay Midrashi. Huh? Zunin went to the base Madrash. Amarluhu, he said to them, Raboisai, please tell me. Is this the only time he's mentioned the Gemara? I don't think so. I think we've had him before. I think it's an Amir, and I think we've had it. I don't remember. Mumbaz. Mumbaz was only mentioned once as a Tana, and then I said once as a king. But I don't think it's the same guy. But anyway, Zunin al You can go on Safari and you can do a search and see if Zunin comes up again. Um, that's your homework. That's for after Shear, not, not during. Okay. Uh, I hear you. Okay. Amalu Rabbaisai. He said, Rabbaisai, tell me. Once we're discussing size of rocks, he says, tell me. The, abon- the abonim, so they used to use rocks instead of toilet paper to uh, wipe themselves. So he wanted to know what is the size. <laughs> Can the cho- Imagine you're stuck in the bathroom and you gotta ask a friend to go out and get you a rock. Can the children in the room please control themselves? Okay. Yeah, and that child controlled himself. I'm not talking about the little child. I'm talking about the big ones. Anyway, um, Shira and Bikama. So, what is the size, right? What do we want to know? What is the size that, um, what is the size that one is allowed to carry, okay, um, uh, to, to the bathroom? And at what point are you no longer allowed to carry? And we'll, we'll see, we'll go through this now. Um, like kezayis keegoizu kebeya. Okay, it's kezayis keegoizu kebeya, an olive, a walnut, and a beya. Okay, meaning that there was a process. They didn't just wipe themselves, that there were, there were different, um, Rashi actually explains the just logistics of this, that if you try to use the big stone first, then you're going to run into issues. You'll just make the situation worse. So first you want like the smaller stone to clear off the, the excrement, and not, if you use too big of a stone, then it's going to swish it around. So you'd go in with a smaller stone. You you do your um, you uh, you do your sniper shot first, right? Use the small stone, and then you'd go to a large stone and a larger stone. So Amar Luhu Tortani Yachmis is a person going to bring a scale in? So I'm not going to know. I go I go to the bathroom on my way in. I grab a stone. I don't know which one I'm using. So Nimnu Vagamru they discussed it and they said, you know what size stone? One is allowed to um, pick up on Shabbos. Maloya Yad. Okay, that is a handful. 
Tanya, Rabbi Yesi Yomer, Kezayis Kegos Kebeah. Rabbi Yesi said, like the first one, that it was Kezayis Kegos Kebeah. That's the size. You're allowed to bring in these three sizes. Um, that you can go in with a full handful of rocks. Okay? Tan Rabbanon. So, Gimel Avonam Mig Kurzola Ois Mutter Lahachnes. You're allowed to bring in three stones. Lebesakise. So again, the issue here is muktza, right? You're picking up stones on Shabbos. So depending, uh, the Rabbanon, we'll see, will allow you, and we're going to discuss this in a little bit, the Rabbanon allowed you, Bisham Kavrabrias, to bring stones into the bathroom to wipe yourself. So therefore, Gimel Rabbanon, Mekuzulaz, Tmutzal HaKnus, you'll have to bring in three, the basic pieces, Vekamah And what is this year? Rameir Emer Ke'egois, Rameir Yudamer Kebeya, that's a walnut size, a beya size, a marafim barpapa, and amar of chista, kemachlekis kan, just like the machlekis here on what minimum sizes are, kach machlekis be'esrug. This is the same machlekis be'esrug. You want to know what is the minimum size that you need for an esrug to be, uh, to, to be yaitz your mitzvah of esrug. So the Gemara asks, that, that, that sounds like a bad sushtel. You're saying, this is a dindarabana, and that's a dindaraisa. Hasa masnisin, there it's a brisa, hacha brisa. Okay. There, Ella uh, So, so uh, right. We see that. How could you compare the two? That one is a Mishnah. Sorry, one is a Mishnah, and one is a Brisa. The Mishnah says, um, the Mishnah says Esrog, and it's a Brisa that says that says the size of the stone to go to the bathroom. And therefore, we shouldn't say the Brisa is the the Mishnah is like the Brisa. It should be the other way around. Right, Ella kamachlekes be'esrog, just like this machlekes in the size of an esrog, kach machlekes kan. So too, we have a machlekes. What size stone you're allowed to bring to the bathroom? Amar Rabbi Yehuda, aval loy es hapayis. Okay, you cannot um, use um, a pious. You can't use pious. So my pious. What is this pious? Amar Rabbi Zera, kashine bavleisa. You can't use as rocks. You can't use earth that's made out of the pebbles of bavel. That that crumbles. And um, it's not really usable. It crumbles. It's not really usable for kinuach. You can't use it to wipe yourself. Since you can't use it to wipe yourself, you're not allowed to grab and carry a bunch of these. The Rabbanon only allowed you to carry something to move tiltal of muktzah for something that is efficient for wiping. This is not. Amarava. Aser le shamesh b'shavah. So we had this in brachas before. And we discussed that in order to go to the bathroom... If you one had to go, they would they would be lamashmesh, okay, which means that they would use a stone to kind of open up the general area so that they can go to the bathroom. Amar Rava, Rava says, Aser lamashmesh b'tzrar b'shabbos. You can't take a stone and be lamashmesh, right? Move it around to open up the area so that you can go to the bathroom on Shabbos. Kedera shemashesh b'chol. Okay, you you are unable to do this on Shabbos like you do it during the week. Maskel zomarzutra. Yeah, we, they, have them, they, have, like, they sell stuff in the pharmacy today for this. Oh, um, uh, a laxative. Yeah, but they have something else that you stick up that, that makes you go to the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't visited that aisle in the pharmacy. But, uh... <laughs> What's it called? Elaborate, please. Uh, above the Little League, under a very dark place, is something okay. you stick in your record. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Mute that guy. Okay. This is very bad. If okay. Ever... Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so you're not allowed to use this stone on, on Shabbos 
even though you are allowed to use it during Chol. Maskel Marzutra Listakin? Really? So you, you shouldn't use it on Shabbos? Now what's going to happen? You have to go to the bathroom, and if you're unable to use this uh, opening stone to get things started, then it's going to become a Sakana. We know that if you hold it in, then it's going to be a Sakana. Okay, so the Mari answers, no, 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 it means Klachar Yad. And it's not an issue here of Muktza, but rather it's an issue of Hasharas Neiman, that the concern is that you have hair in that area, that if you take the stone and you move it around there, you'll detach hairs, and that is Aser. So therefore, do it Klachar Yad, and what we're saying is, of course, you can use the stone if you need to go to the bathroom to open things up, but do it klachar yad. Do it with a shinoi, so that um, it, when you okay, when you when you remove hairs, when you remove hairs, um, that you're doing a klachar yad, so you're not going to be over a um, uh, an iser del raisa. Amar of yanai im yesh makam If you have a specific place where you go to the bathroom, then you can take malo yad. You can take. We're going back to what size? How much worth of rocks? How how many rocks can I take? Again. Problem here is, is that it's tiltal, midrabanan, right? That it's it's usur, it's muktza, rocks are muktza. So, however, b'makam tzayrach, we allowed you to take it, kavad So the question is, how much can I take? So this is, it depends. You can only take as much as you need. Now, if it's a basic kisei kavua, so then you could take a handful, okay? Because anyways, you're gonna, if you don't use it now, you'll use it some, at some other point on Shabbos, you'll go to the bathroom again. In lav... But if not, if you are just using a temporary one, then kahachreya, you take the middle shear, we said keegois, um, we said kezayis, keegois, kebeya, so you take an egois size. Okay, maducha, ketana, shel basamim. Let's say you have a mortar, a small mortar, so mortar, right, mortar and pestle, those were like, it looks like that pharmacy thing, like the stick and the cup that they would use for schika, uh, samamanim, uh, to grind up herbs, for medicinal purposes. So that's the mortar. So if you have a small mortar, shall basamim, amrav sheshis, in yeshallah aid. So the question is, am I allowed to wipe with this? Am I allowed to use this? The mortar was also, it was made out of stone. It was a hollowed out stone. Um, so now what happens if I need to go to the bathroom? I'm, it's a kli shemalachte le iser. Mortar is used to grind up some amanim, which is an iser. So it's a kli shemalachte le iser. So we want to know, is one allowed to use this to wipe with? If it has an aid, what is an aid? It means if it was previously used. So if I see excrement on it, so then I know that it was previously used. Since it was previously used, then um, we'll say that it um, is now subject to being used again. Okay, that it's not going to be a problem. It was already set aside to be used to wipe. Then it's going to be mutter. But if it's a brand new one, then you're not allowed to use it. We ask a kasha, sar devarim, maybe in a sa'adam litachtainim, ten things will bring hemorrhoids. Ve'elohein, ha'echel alekanim, if you eat the leaves of reeds, alekafanim, the leaves of the vine, belovekafanim, the shoots of the vine, umay rige behema, these are any any type of meat that has like ridges, like sharp edges, belay melach, without salt. Vishedre shall dug, you eat the spine of a fish, Vidug Maliach, or salted fish, Shale Bishokotzaka, that's not properly cooked. Vashimrayayan, you drink sediments of wine, Mabakaneach Bisid, one who wipes themselves with plaster, Uvecharsis, and with with um uh, earth, right? With um uh Okay, Bitsrar, 
or with a rock that your friend wiped with. So that's our problem over here. He's somebody who squats, okay? He holds on to like a, he holds on to something and he squats. These are all problems. These are all going to bring you to Tachtainim. So we see here that what brings Tachtainim? If you use a rock that your friend used. So we said that the only way you can use a Klisha Malachtele is a Maducha Kitana to wipe is if it has an aid. An aid means that somebody used it before. Well, if somebody used it, then it's going to, be a, it's going to pose a health concern. So how could you use it? So the Gemara says, Lekasha, habalach, habayavish. That it's only a problem if somebody used it, well, using what your friend used, is only going to be a problem if it is still moist. If, right, what he used it for is still moist. But if it already dried, then it's not a problem. The Yibayi have another way to deal with this. That it's only if you use it in the same area that your friend used it. But if you turn it over and you use it in the other area, then you're going to be fine. That it's only going to be a problem if your friend used it before. But if you used it before, so what we're saying is that on Shabbos, if you have a maducha, ketano, you have a mortar, which is a klisha malachta l'iser, if you used it already before Shabbos, and then, uh, then you can use it again to wipe with. And the only time it's going to bring hemorrhoids is if it's somebody else's, uh, somebody else used it for wiping. But if you used it yourself, it's not going to be a problem. Okay, Amalei Abayel Rav Yosef, Yardu Gushamim. Now, what happens on this mortar, this Klishim Alachta Iser? We said it has to have an aid, right? Which means it has to have been used before. You have to visibly, it has to be visibly noticeable that it has been used before. Yardu Gushamim. What happens if rain falls? Vinish Tash Tissue, and it it cleans cleans off the excrement. Okay, rain comes, and now it looks uh, new again. Mahu. Amalei said in im hayerishumin nicker motor that if it looks new again then it's going to be usher but if it if it's rishumin if it had an area right that it looked like it was used at some point even if you can't make out that it was uh, excrement if there are traces of it then it's going to be motor. Boy, me may rav chista. We're going to ask the following shaila. Mahu la loisam acharam legag. Okay, so here we're now going to bring our third issue when it comes to using um, rocks for the bathroom. Our first one, our first issue we had was regular muktzah. Second one is, you know, using a mortar, and the third one here now is, now we have a problem of tircha yisera, that I have to lug these rocks up to the upstairs. So, that a person, he wanted to go use his roof as a bathroom. Am I allowed to take the stones up to my roof with me. Amar Lei, he said, Godo kavad abriyas, shedeichas leisasei shabatayra. That kavad abriyas, being able to wipe oneself, is deichas leisasei in the Torah. Yes, and Marimar v'karmala shmaitzah. Marimar was saying this over, Eisvei ravina l'maremar, Rebbe Lazar Oimer, noy tel adam kesam misha lefanov. A person can take a splinter of something in front of him. Okay. Um, can take a splinter from the ground, it's muktza, and what can he do with it? Lachzaispaishinov to use to clean his teeth, to use as a toothpick. The Chachamim say, You should take it from the crib of a behema that is muchan. So we see that Kavad uh, is not doicha, right? By the toothpick, it's Kavad And why is it Kavad Rashi explains that it, sometimes you can have like a strand of food hanging out from your teeth. So it looks disgusting. So we said that you are not allowed to take a toothpick of muktzah in order to remove that food from in between your teeth. 
So why here are you able to carry these rocks upstairs? So Hachi Ash, the Gemara says, no, 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 what, what, you can't compare. A person is to eat. So when he sets the table, he should put toothpicks out on the table. And therefore, you're supposed to make sure that you have them available. I don't know when I'm going to have to go, since I'm not sure when I'm going to have to go or where I'm going to be when I have to go. So therefore, there is no, there's no, I'm not going to go set up rocks all over town. Right? I, I, I have to bring the rocks with me whenever I have to go to the bathroom, and that's why it's allowed when it comes to um, getting wiping rocks, but you one is not allowed to use muktzah for a toothpick. near. You, one, is not allowed to um, no, one allowed to go to go, go to the bathroom in a freshly plowed field, Bishabis. My time. Oh, what's the reason? If you want to say that you're going to somebody else's field and you're ruining the field, davsha means treading on the field, so you're going to mess up his newly plowed field. So it shouldn't be specific to Shabbos. Even during the week, it should also be a problem. You're messing up somebody else's field. We have a mute feature, guys. Ella, right? Ella, what's the problem here? What's the concern? You want to say because of the, um, uh, um, <clears throat> there's grass, because the, the field was newly plowed, so that it cr- creates a moisture and grass grows on the rocks in that field. Now, if you're going to use the rocks in that field, you'll be toilish the grass on the rocks. So that's the problem. That you are, one is allowed to wipe with a rock that has grass on it. And if you do it on purpose, if you detach grass from a rock on Shabbos, you're going to be chayv chatos. But if you are trying to wipe with a stone and it has grass on it, it's not a problem. It's davar shein and we paskin like Shimon, and it's not a problem for you to use it to wipe. You're not trying to remove the grass. Ella, so what's the reason why I'm not allowed to go to the bathroom in a newly plowed field? Maybe I will take from the top and put it on the bottom, meaning it's newly plowed, so I have mounds and I have ditches, right? So the field is uneven. The concern is you might take from one of the mounds and fill in a ditch. If you have a, 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 a hole, a pit, you filled it in. In a house, it's a problem of baina. It is plowing. It's what we call mashvegumais. Mashvegumais is an iser daraisa. And therefore, we're saying that on Shabbos, one cannot go in a newly plowed field because you might come to even out the ditches. We might come to fill in the ditch. Mashvegumais. And that is the problem. Gufa. Amar Lakish. Surar, right, we just learned that Surar a rock, that has grass on it. You are, one is allowed to use that to wipe, and we're not going to be concerned that, um, that you're, gonna, you're going to detach the grass from the rock. But if one would detach the grass from the rock on purpose, not, for, not while wiping, then that's actually an Isidar Raisa. Amar Rav Papi, Rav Papi says, Shavim Abdur Rishlakish, we learn from Rishlakish, Hyperpisa, that a perforated flower pot, so imagine a flower pot that had a hole in the bottom, 
Shari Latoltule, we see that you are allowed to, um, you're allowed to move it. Okay? Now, Moskifla, um, you're allowed to remove it because, um, <clears throat> because we, we don't say that it's like detaching. It is already, since it is a, it has a hole there, it's not considered connected. Now, by the way, Rashi is a very fascinating Rashi. brings down here that they used to take this, um, it was a Chuvas HaKa'inim, he brings down, that they would, they would um, take these perforated flower pots and they would slug kaparas with it. It says, if you, if you look at Rashi, Hyperpiso, Chuvas HaKa'inim, Matsasi Sha'isin, Cholsois, they would make baskets, Mikapas Tamarim, from, um, you know, the, uh, like, Lulav stuff, Umemalin, Oisam Afar, Vizevel Behemoth, they'd fill it with dirt and fertilizer, the Chaf Beis, a test of Yom Levin Rosh Hashanah, either three weeks or 15 days before Rosh Hashanah, Oisam Kolechav Echad Lashem Kolkata Vekatanash Abayas, they would make, out of these perforated flower pots, they would make a plant, Vizerel and Teichan Pola Mitzri, they would plant beans, Oikitneus, and it would grow. So they leave it grow and germinate for three weeks. And each one would take his flower pot. They would put it around their head seven times. And then they would take these flower pots and they would throw them into the river. That was an interesting Rashi. I guess we don't do it anymore because of Darke Amiri, but we do it instead with uh, with money or some do it with chickens. Right? But... Uh, we see here that's this seems to be um, one of the earlier references to this concept of shlagin kaparas. But anyway, back here we're saying that a perforated flower pot has a din of uh, you're allowed to take it, okay? Because it is not considered mechuber lakarka, right? It is a flower pot, even though it has a hole in the bottom. It's we're going to still say that they're two different entities. Maskiflo of kana. So Rav Kana says, what are you talking about? Just because we said that you're allowed to take a rock and, in effect, be toilish, the asavim, the grass, while you're cl- using it to clean yourself, you might rip off the grass from the rock. So we said you're allowed to do that. This is Shalai Lutzarech. Why are you allowed to take this perforated flower pot and just lift it up from the ground? It's attached to the ground on some level. right? So he says, we don't agree with that. Not true. Okay? Um, we can't learn anything about this perforated flower pot. Amar Abaya, Parpisa, once we brought in this perforated flower pot, the flower pot with holes on the bottom, we brought it in to compare, we tried to compare it to Shabbos. Let's learn something about it. If you had this flower pot with a hole on the bottom that was sitting on the ground, and and then you went ahead, you picked it up, and you put it on pegs. Mechayv mishem toilish. You are in fact mechayv mishem toilish because where there's a hole in the flower pot, it is drawing nutrients from the ground. So now you, when you've lifted up the flower pot, you've separated the flower growing inside the pot from the nutrients on the ground, and therefore you're going to be You say dice if it was suspended in the air, if it was on pegs, it was lifted up. and you go ahead and you put it on the ground. So now you have essentially attached it to a source of nutrients. Chayiv mishum That is considered planting. Amar One is not aser lekaneach becheres b'shabes. One is not allowed to wipe themselves with cheres with pottery. 
My taima. What's the reason? If you want to say that wiping with pottery is a sakana, that you can, you can mess up your shine hakarkashta, right? There can, can be sharp and you could dislodge parts, certain body parts down there. So I feel like... It sounds like they bought all their toilet paper at Home Depot. Yeah. They, had, they used sandpaper. <laughs> that it's a sakana issue. So then why dafka shabbos? I feel like nami. You shouldn't be able to wipe with these, with cheres uh, either. You want to say it's an issue of kshafim, of magic? I feel like nami. Right? That there's a problem that in the, in the, in the dark arts they would use it Okay, that they, this is how, this is a way to affect, right, to uh, actuate magic was to wipe with pottery. Afilu b'chol nami, so again, we should also, if it's, if it's a magic issue, why is it dafka Shabbos? Ve'ela mishama sharas nimin. So, I, you want to say it's because you might come to rip out hairs in the area. So then, davrashenim eskavin, who? It's a davrashenim eskavin, and like we said by the rock, davrashenim eskavin is mutter. I don't have a mind to do it. Amr lehu, Rav Nassan bar Ushia, Gavra Raba Amr Milsa, a great man said this, right? Rav Yechanan was a great guy, and he said this din. So name him Batayma. We're going to have to figure out a reason. And this is the reason. Of course, during the week it's Aser because of Sakana or Kishafim, right? So for sure, well, those are the two reasons. It's going to be Aser, However, Abel B'Shabbos, Hoyel, the Ikateris, Kliolov, Shapir, Dummy, I would have thought that since it's Lomaisa Kli, it's Muchan, that it overrides the Kashafim or Sakana issue, and we'd rather you not deal with picking up a rock, which is Mukta. So we're saying is, yes, I understand during the week it could have a Kashafim issue. Could it be an issue, let's say, of magic, right? So that's an issue during the week, but on Shabbos, if I say don't use this, it has a din of a kli. I'm going to go pick up a rock and I'm going to, I'm going to be over on Muktza. So maybe we'll say that Muktza overrides Kshafim. Kamash Malan, no. That we were saying that on Shabbos, you are not allowed, you're not allowed to use this. You're better off picking up a rock. Rava Masni Lam Mishim Asharis. Neiman? Rava learned just that the, the... Just for the record, I'm saying it's Chadesh Mekedem. Not only in the coronavirus times there's toilet paper such a commodity, but even back then... See? He said the issue is with using cheres is because you'll rip out hairs. The He asked the kasha then because he learned it that way. Now he had a steer in Rabbi Yechanan. Why Rabbi Yechanan said you can't use cheres on Shabbos? Alma So we see that davreshenim miskaven aser. The halacha is like a stam mishnah vitznan, and we learned nazir chayfef. A Nazir can rub his hair, umefas face, and he can scratch his hair. Avaloi Sirek, he can't use a brush because that will for sure rip out ears. Okay. LMI, what do we see? We see that, we see that uh, um, the Stam Mishnah by a Nazir holds that if you are rub, just trying to rub, you're trying to scratch your hair and you remove hair, it's not going to be a problem. You're able to rub your hair because it's Davrashen and Miskavin. And Rabbi Yechanan said, Allah is like a Stam Mishnah. That was a Stam Mishnah. Elamai of his theorem of Yechanan. Elamachvarsa, Kedramnasim bar Oshia. We have to go back and say the reason is like Ramnasim bar Oshia, that there was a Havamina. The problem with Cheres is not because you might come to rip out hairs. The problem with Cheres is for Kshafim as well, just like Chol. And I, if I, if it was by Chol, why did I specifically say Shabbos? That was to teach us that you might add a Havamina that 
kshafim, the concern of kshafim is overridden by the concern of muktzah, and therefore you should use these. Kamash Malan, no, that kshafim um, still reigns supreme, and you should be over on muktzah and use a rock to wipe yourself. My kshafim. Now, by the way, now we're discussing kshafim. So what is this kshafim when it comes to um, using cheres, using pottery for the bathroom? They were going in a boat. This lady came and said, Take me with you. They refused to take her. She said an incantation. And she was able to freeze the boat in the water. Umru inu milsa, so they they knew how they they knew this trick, and they said their own little incantation. Shriyusa, and they were able to release the boat along its way. Umru lehu, she said to them, "I ivid lehu, what what am I supposed to do with you guys? I have no power over you, even though I am a witch, I have no power." Deloy mekaneach lehu bechaspa, because you don't wipe with pottery. If you would be wiping with pottery, then you would be subject to the um, you know I would be able to control you through magic. But since you don't, I'm unable to. And two other things, you do not kill. When you delouse your clothing, you do not uh, kill the lice. You just roll it up and throw it away. And the third thing that's, that's kasha, that, that, that creates issues, will make you subject to the dark arts. You don't remove a vegetable and eat it from a bundle that a gardener tied in the field, okay, that you don't just grab one vegetable out, but rather you untie the whole thing, okay, um, the whole thing, and then take one. These three things, number one, wiping with pottery, number two, killing the lice when you delouse your clothing, and number three, taking a vegetable from a bunch that a to eat from a, a bunch that a gardener tied, these three things will make you subject to Kishof. Since you don't do these three things, I am unable to control your boat and you can override me. I'll send out a... Naftali, all things considered, you were pretty well behaved for this. Either you were spacing out or you were pretty well behaved. There's a limit to how much I could stir in one chair. Like there were literally, this whole thing was around, you know, wiping your toes. So it's not like, it wasn't like some exciting words, you know, jump in. I'm saying this was the main event. I do challenge any of you to go to wipe your toes with a rock. I cannot imagine that. Okay. So, um, fine. I have a summary over here. We said, what is the amount of bone to be high if you're taking it on Shabbos? We said to make a spoon, Rabbi Huda said to make the, um, the, the teeth of uh, teeth of a key. We discussed about this teeth of a key. We said that once the teeth of a key is tar, because it's not a full key, but if you attach it to the key, it becomes a key and it's tame. Okay, we said if it's part of a gate and you permanently affixed it, then it's mechobar lakarka. It's also not, it's also going to be tar. You said the amount of glass is to cut two threads. Um, Tzrar Evan, we said in order to throw at a bird, Rabbi Huda said, no, throwing at an animal, you don't need to throw it at a bird. You can just yell at the bird to go away. Um, Rabbi Yechanan said you have to, it has to be able to feel it. You know, so you can't just throw it at the animal. It has to be able to chase the animal away. And what is the size of that? Yudzuz. Okay, and then we, we launched into the sugya of wiping oneself with rocks. Zunin said that he wanted to know what is the shear. We said we had basically two, two concepts. We said, that there are multiple sizes depending on what you need to use it for. 
um, right, to open, to further wiping, the final wiping, it, they would go larger and larger. Um, uh, Shimon Ben Yehuda said that it, you can use a handful, just take a, grab a handful, full hand. Um, we said that you're, la- you're able to go in with three wiping stones, okay? We said that you're allowed to, this is a muktza issue, right? It's not a muktza. So again, you can't take these Dalad Amas and Rosh Harabim, obviously. They can't be over the Daraisa, but you're able to take them from a muktza standpoint. If they're in the Chatzar or it's Teich Dalad and Rosh Harabim, then you're able to take these. Rameir said that you you go Kishir um, is Ke'egais. Rabbi Huda said Kebeya. And fine. Then we said you can't bring a um, a, a, a clump of, of pebbles to the base of Kisei. That's carrying. It's not really efficient for wiping. We only allowed you to carry things that are good for wiping. Um, Rava said that when one wipes and they're doing the initial opening things up, they should do a klachar yad because so we should get around this hasharas neiman so you don't rip out hairs. Um, Rav Yanai said if you have a basic kisei kavua, you could bring a handful, but if not, right, because eventually you use the rocks anyways, you go to the bathroom again on Shabbos. If not, you can only bring a middle size amount, which is ke egois. We asked about the mortar. What about using the klisha malachte le'iser? We said if it has an aid, if it looks like it was used before, either it was your friend's stuff that dried, it was your friend's and you're using the second side, okay, or it was your own, right? Otherwise, we have a problem that it's going to bring maybe le'deach tachtainim. So we have to say it was one of those three. Um, You're allowed to take this to wipe as long as it has a trace. Even if the rain comes and washes away, it still has to have a trace that it was used before. Um, Rav Chisra said you're allowed to take it up to the Gag because Kavadabrias is the Lav, which is obviously we've had that before Rav Huna said that it's, you, are, you should not go to the bathroom in a newly plowed field what is the issue? because you might come to be in the Sada that's an issue of Chirish Rishlakish said that a tsurar, a rock that has grass on it, you are able to wipe with it, that even though you are going to rip off the grass, it's Davashen and Miskavin, like Rishimin. Rapapi said, we tried to learn from this, from just like you can detach grass, so too you can uh, remove a perforated flower pot that has a hole that's drawing nutrients from the ground. Rafkana said, what are you talking about? You can't. Obviously you can't. And Rabaya said, um, in regards to Parpisa coming off of what Ravkana said, that if you remove it from the ground, put it on pegs, then it's considered tailish. If you take it from the pegs and put it on the ground, then it is now able to gain nutrients from the ground. That is going to be an issue of noitea, of planting. Rav Yechanan said that you should not wipe with cheres, and we said it's an issue of kishafim, like we saw with the story of the matrunisa, the, this lady, or it's a problem of sakana, and what we said was that there was a Havamina um, that on Shabbos we should say, um, maybe you should say that even though we have these concerns during Chol, on Shabbos, since it's a Muksa issue, we should ignore these concerns. Kamash Malan, know that the concerns of Kshafim and or Sakana are going to be Deicha Muksa.